What's up, everyone? Welcome to The Unhidden Message. Today is part two of what to do in the midst of famine. So stay tuned. What's up, everyone? This is Roderick. Thanks for tuning in uh, to part two, a continuation of talking about what to do in the midst of famine. Hope everyone is having a blessed day, whatever time zone you in and whatever day you listening to this. But I wanted to end with this um, was dear to my heart. Uh, I know a part one, if you haven't listened to that, please go back and share that. Listen to it because I think it's real important in today and the times that we're living in that um, a lot of people in the body of Christ can sense some sense in their spirit. Something's coming now. Believing like a famine is coming. A food shortage, which you can tell uh, by just the media or whatever, that a famine is coming and different things like that. And I just wanted to do this and give uh, encouragement uh, to know that when it's when it's a famine, famine time equals harvest time. I repeat, famine time equals harvest time. Now, will that famine occur, food shortages? I mean, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm definitely uh, in preparation for it. And and a lot of people are. And a lot of people are sensing in their spirit. But this is good news uh, for the body of Christ that it's harvest time. Like, obviously, if you're not saved, (laughs) it's terrible. Uh, And it's bad news, especially talking about food shortages and things like that. And the list goes on and on. But all these are just signs of the times. That Jesus is coming back real soon and all these things are falling into place because because the Lord, the King of Kings, Jesus himself is coming back. So in this particular podcast, in part two, I want to talk about and continue on with Isaac sowing in the midst of famine in Genesis chapter 26. And I'm going to start from the beginning of that and go right through into part two of the second half of that after he sowed. In the midst of famine, reap the hundredfold. What happened after that, and what we need to do going forward, and don't grow weary in doing good, because the Bible says, "In due season, you shall reap if you do not give up." So this is something that we can take from this particular passage of scripture, and know that we can put it in our spirit. Like, man, I'm gonna continue to sow in the midst of famine. I will not hoard anything back, and I'm talking about provision. In this particular segment. So I just wanted to start with that. So if you have your Bible, please turn to Genesis chapter 26. If you're listening to me while driving, just listen. Please don't turn to anything. <laughs> Pay attention to the road. Amen. Um, so Genesis chapter 26 and verse 12. It says when Isaac planted his crops that year, he he harvested. A hundred times more grain than he planted for the Lord blessed them. That was New Living Translation. King James said, then Isaac sowed in the, in the land and received in the same year. Somebody say same year. A hundredfold and the Lord blessed them. So that's great news right there. Sowing in the midst of famine. Sowing that God, doesn't matter what, where you at. If you read at the very, very beginning, God himself told, showed up to Isaac and said, do not go down to Egypt, but stay here in Giriar. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. <laughs> and and you got to think like and Isaac 
Mana, everybody around Isaac in his day probably was going to Egypt. The first thought, that's like, oh, it's a famine that hit the land. Let's go to Egypt. That's the first thought. They didn't acknowledge God, nothing. No, let's go to Egypt. And Isaac was probably thinking of the exact same thing. I'm about to go to Egypt. But God said, no, I want you to stay here and watch what I do in the midst of famine. So he sowed, reaped a hundredfold in the same year because of what? The Lord blessed them. So when the Lord blesses you, it doesn't matter what circumstances look like. It doesn't matter what's going on. When the Lord bless you, everything changes. It doesn't matter what part of the world you may be in right now. You might say, I'm in Africa. Shoot, I might be in lockdown in Australia. I might be, you know, wherever you at right now, just know when the Lord tells you to do something, you obey like Isaac did and he blessed them. And when the Lord bless you, no man can curse you. So just know that, that there's good news in that. So verse 13, it says he became a very rich man and his wealth continued to grow. He, he acquired so many flocks of sheep and goats and herds of cattle and serve and the servants that the Philistines became jealous of him. So when the Lord bless you. Expect, expect jealousy from people. So the Philistines filled up all Isaac wells <laughs> with dirt. These were the wells that had dug up by servants of his father, um, Abraham. Finally, Abimelech ordered Isaac to leave the country and go somewhere else. He said, for you have become too powerful for us. That's wild. So Isaac moved away to the Giryar Valley where he set up his tents to settle um, down there. And he reopened the wells his father dug, in which the Philistines have filled up after, after Abraham's death. Isaac also restored the um, names Abraham had given them. Isaac's servants also dug in the Giriar Valley and discovered a well of fresh water. Here, here's the key that I want to get into in part two. But then the shepherds from Giriar came and claimed the spring. This is our water, they said, and they argued over it. And Isaac Isaac um, herdsman. So Isaac named the well, uh, which means uh, argument. Basically, that's what it meant. So what happened? They became jealous. What happened? They dug a well and they found water. And the <laughs> and the people, the shepherds in, in Atlanta said, "No, this is our this is our um, water. This is our well. This is our land." Basically, in an argument, staying out. So what happened? Uh, Isaac. You know, named the well um, argument. And basically what Isaac do, Isaac man dug another well. But again, there was a dispute over it. So Isaac named it uh, hostility. And so it was another one. What happened to Isaac? Isaac kept going. Verse 22, abandoned that one. Isaac moved on. Somebody say moved on and dug another well. Somebody say dug another well. This time, there was no dispute over it. So Isaac named that place, uh, which means open space. For the Lord said, at last, for he said, at last, the Lord has created enough space for us to prosper in this land. So in part two, I want to get into what to do in the midst of famine is keep moving forward. Somebody say, keep moving forward and don't give up. Don't quit. I had a dream recently last year, November of 2021, that the Lord basically Revealed to me, if you don't uh, haven't heard the dream, it's on my podcast. Go back and listen to that. But basically, the the summary of it, the interpretation, of the whole thing is like, don't quit. Don't give up. The enemy is, you know, fr frantic and mad that you haven't give up. And so don't give up. And in the midst of this, Isaac was dug a well, found water. 
people came. No, that's my word. He said, he just gave. I said, okay, moved on. Somebody said uh, again. This is an argument happened again. Hostility. Isaac, what happened? Isaac didn't quit. Isaac moved on to another well. He dug another one, and finally there was an open space, and nobody was there to sit and claim it. And Isaac moved on from that, and finally he reaped what he was harvesting, what he was sowing. And that's the same thing for you. I want to encourage you, like, in the midst of famine, it's harvest time. You do not give up and sowing seed. You do not hoard and say, man, uh, you know, I'm sowing, you know, people becoming jealous, becoming blessed. Things are happening. And what? Oh, no, I'm going to stop giving. I'm going to stop pouring. I'm going to stop giving provision. No, you have to continue to go. You have to continue to move forward and not give up what God is calling you to do, because that is what a lot of people are doing in the midst of a famine. And that's what a lot of people are doing since 2020 and 2021. People are have stopped sowing seeds, stopped giving and, and to the work that God has for them. But no, if a man sows sparingly, he shall reap sparingly. But if you sow bountifully, you will reap bountifully. So it's about what you sow. You you go where you sow. And it's about doing it consistently as well and not giving up because obviously that's why Galatians 6 and 9 is written to all believers, including everyone that's going through this, the walk, that do not grow weary in due season. You shall reap if you do not um, give up. That's so important. And today that you knowing that scripture, like, man, I'm going to continue to do good. I'm going to continue to sow seed. I'm continuing to tithe. I'm continuing to good offering. I'm continuing to sow into uh, the kingdom of God, the events of the kingdom of God or in overseas and uh, what, you know, in different realms, whatever it is God's calling you to do, you continue to give, you continue to pour out, you continue to refresh others. And when you refresh others, you yourself will be refreshed. And so that's something that you have to do. You cannot look at your present circumstances and say, hey, I'm going to just stop giving altogether. I'm going to start hoarding <laughs> everything, income and everything. No, because at the end of the day, what you going to do if the economy collapsed? Like, I mean, tomorrow we can wake up and check the news and like everything is worthless. And what you do, you like you hoarded up all this provision <laughs> for yourself thinking like, man, if I hoard all this for myself, then I have enough for myself and my family and all this. But no, if you give, that's another, another thing. If you give, the more you give, <laughs> the more you receive. The Bible says it's blessed to give than to receive. And that's a joy. I remember in part one, I was talking about I gave um my biggest seed I ever given uh, so far. And it was like an overwhelming joy. That hit me knowing that the people that I gave to, I said, man, I want to see them prosper. I want to see them advance the kingdom of God. And I know God is going to do great things through their life. So I just wanted to sow that. And it was like a righteous anger. If you listen to part two, one, when I was explaining it, like a righteous anger hit. It. I was like, man, I'm starting to stop. I'm tired of seeing that money um, not moving, not growing. Um, it's basically um, stagnant. And I said, what's the use? I, <laughs> if it doesn't meet the need, it must be seed. So we we go by that model. I've been going by that model for the past what four or five years. And you know, if somebody give you seed, I mean money, and you believe in for okay, you say for instance you believe in for um ten thousand dollars, right? Believe in for ten thousand. Somebody come and say, here's a hundred dollars towards that ten thousand. do you think that will make a dent in that ten thousand? Or do you think that's seed? This is this is key. So this is seed. 
If it doesn't meet the need, it must be seed. So, and when Isaac was digging wells, he didn't stop. That's that's what I want you to get out of this, out of this podcast. Don't stop giving. Don't stop. Isaac sold. Isaac kept digging. He kept something happened. Opposition is going to always happen, but you will never be defeated. You keep going. You keep giving through opposition. You keep pouring out through opposition and watch what happened. Finally, there's going to come a breakthrough. There's going to come an open door. Like I said, open space for you to to do what God is calling you to do. There's going to come an open space. This is for somebody. There's going to come an open space, an open opportunity, a breakthrough that if you don't give up, you're going to feel in your spirit like this is it. And this is going to be the opportunity for you to show the glory of God, to show what God is going to do through your life. And I think that's what God is doing in people's lives right now. That's why he's, I mean, I have multiple confirmations like the Lord said, don't give up, keep going, don't give up, keep going, because this is going to become a due season for you, that if you don't give up, and that's why the scripture is there, it's going to become a due season. Do you know when? You don't know the exact hour, the exact time, just like we don't know the exact time and the exact hour that Jesus is coming, but we can see the what? The signs of the times, just like in the, in the same thing. You can see, you know, I can feel in my spirit, something's coming. I'm going to keep giving. I'm going to keep sowing. And something's coming. And I can feel it. And when that open space occurs, you take advantage of that because that is God himself has opened a door. He said in his word in Revelation that I open a door that no man can shut. So when God bless you and God opens a door for you, no man can shut it. It doesn't matter what's going on in the world. We, I'm not talking about the world's economy right now. I'm talking about God's economy. And when you sow and operate in God's economy, you will never lack. Psalms 23 verse 1 says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack. One good thing. We serve a God as El Shaddai. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's our provider. And that's for you. That's for me. And you have to get down in your spirit that God is my provider. God is my source. Man is not my source. You know, your job that you might have is a resource, but it's not your source. God is your source and you should look at God. Keep your eyes on Jesus and watch what happens. And same thing what Isaac did when he was sowing. When he stayed, he obeyed God. He stayed and he sowed in the midst of famine in that area that he obeyed God. In the same year, he reaped a hundredfold. But not only that, he continued to move on when the people became jealous of him. He, he, he left and he went to another region and people was arguing over and eventually he just kept going. He kept going. He kept keeping his eyes on God. And what happened? He found an open space. So this is why I want to encourage you today on this podcast that keep going. Do not give up and watch what God is going to do in your life. Amen. So I pray that you get something, got something out of this podcast and part two of what to do in the midst of famine. Get ready for my hundred episode. Praise God. Um, I have, I'll probably get to have some special guests on this one. Uh, so it's going to be fun. Um, uh, so stay tuned to this next, um, podcast, um, subscribe if you haven't share if you haven't as well. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're not surrendering your life to Jesus today is today for you to do that. <laughs> you can see all around us. Everything is actually falling to place. It's not falling out of order. It's falling to place because Jesus is coming back soon. But the Bible says to the point that a man wants to die and not to this to judgment. So basically right now, I want you to make a decision like, man, if I haven't been serving Jesus 100 percent, I haven't fully surrendered. If you if you're saved, you might be saved and like, man, I haven't given the Lord 100 percent of my life. Maybe if that's you, this is for you. 
Also, if you haven't surrendered your life to Jesus, this is for you as well. This is a time for you to do that. Today is the day of salvation. Don't wait any longer. And we're in 2022. Time is running out. I repeat, time is running out. And it's time for you to make a decision. You cannot be on the fence. You got to pick a side. I already had a podcast about that. Which side are you on? It's time for you to choose that side. And God wants you to choose the side of Jesus. Get on the ark while it is still open. <laughs> the door is still open for you to come in. So that's you said, Roger, I want to rededicate my life to Christ. I want to make sure I want to give the Lord hundred percent. All of that is included in this call. So if that's you, I just want you to repeat this prayer with, with real fast. Just say, dear heavenly father, in the name of Jesus, I repent of my sins. Jesus, I want a personal relationship with you. I surrender hundred percent of my life to you right now. Jesus, I believe that you died for me. I believe that you're risen from the dead and I believe that you're coming back again for me. Just say, baptize me with your Holy Spirit and your fire and just say, I'm saved, born again, forgiven, and I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. My friends, if you said that prayer, I want to say congratulations. Welcome back to the family. Surrendered 100%. Now see what God is going to do in your life. And if you're already a believer and listen to this podcast and you want to become a part of what God is doing in Zanzibar, Tanzania, I will be returning there very soon for two years uh, stint. Uh, so I'm just very excited what God is going to do. I mean, <laughs> so many open doors that we have and I want you to be a part. I want you to sow into what God is doing. So if you say, Roger, I want to be a part. And uh, whether that's monthly or one time, follow the instructions um, below. Go to my website. Uh, rogerleach.com and you go to backslash partner and follow the instructions and thank you in advance for sowing a seed or becoming a monthly partner with God is doing so stay tuned to the next podcast